Hey guys, and welcome to Personality Bingo with me, your host, Tom Moran. So this week on the podcast, we have the brilliant TKB. That is Thomas Kane Byrne, a recent graduate of the Gaiety School of Acting. Thomas has burst onto the Irish... This sounds like a really good introduction. Like, I've practiced it way more than I have. I guess that's a compliment that you're easy to introduce, Thomas. But uh, he's burst onto the Irish acting scene with his plays, Say Nothing to No One. Well, that's what I heard. And coming up at the Fringe, the fattest dancer... Of St. Bernadette's, which is going to be incredible um, from everything I heard. It was developed as part of the Scene and Heard Festival. Uh, I heard people saw it, everyone raved about it, and I'm really excited to see that. Thomas is also the poster boy of the uh, Fringe uh, program this year, which is really cool, and I have a feeling he is chuffed with life uh, because it looks great, and um, yeah, he's just a really cool guy. And uh, if you're listening, Thomas, thanks for taking the time to come in and have the chats. In other news, guys, I am on stage myself at the beautiful Olympia Theatre, uh, right in the centre of uh, lovely, lovely Dublin. And if you're about, come and check us out. It's Copperface Jacks the Musical. It's written by Paul Howard of Ross O'Carroll Kelly fame. The cast is incredible. It's Johnny Ward, Rosanna Purcell, Michelle McGrath, Mark Fitzgerald, Shane Ballon, Kelly Marini, Kelly, Rachel O'Connell, Stephen O'Leary and Owen Cannon. Uh, it, it's a really incredible cast. Uh, the crew, you know, it, it, it's just, it's unbelievable. It's the dream team. It's Carl Harper's directing. It's Debbie Kiernan. Um, choreographing and Cahill Sinnott, uh, musical director. Um, and it's with the wonderful Verdant and Kite Productions. And look, I don't need to keep listing names as you come and see. You'll see for yourself. I'm so proud of it. Audiences love it. Um, I've never been in a show that's got a response like this, to be completely frank. People just jump to their feet at the end because, you know, we play fucking Maniac 2000 and it's just great crack. Come and see it. I guarantee you'll have a bop and uh, you'll have the crack. Guys, look, enough of all the chat. Let's get on to some real chat with the wonderful Thomas Kane Byrne playing Personality Bingo with Tom Moore. Thomas Kane Burton, ready to play personality bingo? Yeah. All right, sweet. <laughs> Let's give it a go. So a quick explanation of how it all works. So uh, I've got 60 minutes on the clock, 60 balls in here, and then 60 corresponding questions. I've also given you five numbers on that sheet of yeah. paper there. Would you do me a favor, read out the five? 9, 14, yeah. 20, 58, and 37. Nice one. Um, can you do me another favor uh, and pick uh, another number, something between 1 and 60 that's not already on the page? What are you going to go for? Three, nice one. Any reason? It just I just like that number. Yeah, it, it's yeah. good as well because I feel like it's kind of synonymous with you of late because you know we were just literally talking off mic about I was saying like should it be Thomas Kane Burner TKB and you were like TKB's just been kind of flung upon me three letters. You're also doing these trilogy of plays that you know uh, yeah. the second was just on the theater upstairs. You're kind of a guy of threes at the moment. Yeah, and I don't know like I remember when we were doing Saint Nothing Now and Amelia Stewart and um, when she was directing it like. She kept saying, like, a rule of thirds. Mm-hmm. And I'm, like, really OCD. And I just it was just very satisfying to me. And it just kind of stuck with me. Yeah. That you is know? it, like, the rule of three, yeah. Yeah, like I really like that. Yeah. Yeah, I like it too. Like, and it and it works. That's the weird thing. Yeah. But I just always like that number, even though it's small. I don't know. Do you know the way, like, when your friend goes, oh, what's your lucky number? And I, I don't know. I just say three. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, sorry. I'm <laughs> no, that's all right. Right. Um, and uh, what else do we have to say? Yeah, I should also say that if... Uh, all six year numbers do come out. That means the tables are turned and you get to ask me any question in the world. Oh, right. So, of all this, okay. Yeah. Correct. It's never happened though, but you could be the first. I mean, I think India, India Mullen got real close. She got uh, five. She's fab, isn't she? She's great, yeah. yeah. That was right at the start. So, no one's done that in ages. So, like, maybe, maybe this could be your day. Maybe. So, uh, fuck it. Let's give it a spin. Yeah. All right, here we go. First one out the gate. We have number 10. Do you have it? No. No worries. Number 10. The question is Do you have a favorite quote? Um. Yes. So, um, it is people and plays come and go, but when you know, you fucking know. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just something me and Kate Brennan concocted one night full of prosecco. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it has that stink of prosecco off, but in a really good way. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, it, like, I mean, prosecco is good. It does make you about like seventy-four percent more philosophical. A little bit. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 
um, that's amazing. So, like, is that just in relation to the fact that, yeah, I mean, like, all right, in what we do, it's all, like, you I mean, I, that's the f- funny thing about it is you're constantly being flung into these really fucking intense situations with new people yeah. who you don't necessarily know. And then is it that thing of the, but then you've got your core and you're like, they're my people no matter what. Yeah, I, and your gut as well. Like, I just, when you know, you know. Do you know what I mean? Whether, mm-hmm. like, something shifts in you or, I don't know whether, like, I don't know. It's really, I don't know, dismissive in a way, isn't it? Like, when you know, you know. But when you know, you do know. Yeah. You know? Like, when you concocted that, were you talking about that in a romantic sense or in a, like, friendship sense? Just Yeah, just in a, like, like you know about, like, who is good people. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, like you, do you, you really just... work off that as a person when you meet people? Do you have an instinct? Oh, yeah. Okay. Straight away. Right. And, yeah, and I always, I, I have a rule where I'll wait till I meet someone. I will never, ever, ever judge someone off someone else's opinion. I think it's just, it's just I just think it's highly unfair and unhealthy in a sense. Do you know what I mean? Especially because I'm such a big personality. It's been done on me in the past. Sure. I just, yeah, I just, I will always go on my first initial instinct. Yes. And how how accurate is that? It's usually right, but in saying that, if if it is wrong, I'm the first to admit it. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's it's a it's a funny thing when someone like subverts your expectations. And like, yeah, that's a fair point. Like if especially if you are someone who, you know, people yeah, like isn't you are a big personality. Do you know what I mean? So then, yeah. if someone like and I, I guess that, like that can probably like that can be intimidating. Probably more so actually the people who aren't in the industry that we're in. Yeah, because we're used to big personalities. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, there's a lot of them. Uh, mm-hmm. What what what's you? What, how do you find that versus like your friends who are? Maybe this is a better question to start with. What what percentage of your like friends, let's say the people who you know you know about, right, are in the industry now versus the percentage that like are you know do other things that are completely unrelated to like acting and writing and this sort of stuff. Oh God! So like, wait, repeat the question. Like how basically when I think about my friends and my friends group, yeah, right, yeah, I have like my friends from home, right, who would have grown up going to school, with playing football with all yeah. this stuff, and then I have my friends now who I know from doing plays and. What auditions or whatever the thing is, yeah, you know what I mean. What like, what's the difference in your relationship to those two groups, or is there one? Well, I kind of have a hybrid of that right now. I have the girls that I grew up with, like right. that, like I like I wouldn't see all the time. I'll see them a few times a year, but they're gonna be there forever. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But then I kind of blur the lines in the sense that, like, Courtney, who is also an actress, Courtney Black, we've known each other since we were like five or six like we've always been best friends myself and Erica go back to, since we're about 10 right and then obviously Lloyd who was in my core group he's like my family mm. and then Kira as well who's another one of my core group in the industry she I know her almost like about seven or eight years so it's kind of it's weird do you know what I mean like mm. people who I am really close with in the industry we go back a long time mm-hmm. do you know yeah do you find it like a difference in terms of like um I don't know just even for example, like the topics of conversation that I'd have with my mates from home who I said like, you know, it would be like just very like, they'd just be typical lads, you know what I mean? Like they, a lot of them work in like finance and like they like like yeah. watching football at the weekends and like having a few beers, whatever yeah, the thing so is. so like sex and Arsenal and whatever. <laughs> yeah, definitely not, yeah. Straight <laughs> people talk. Straight <laughs> people talk, yeah, right. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And then versus in the, like if I'm, if I'm out with, uh, I don't know, just like any of like our mutual friends, for example. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. The conversation is just going to be very different. Like, do you ever find yourself uh, like having a sense of yourself a little bit, for example, around like other people? Because I mean, I suppose what I'm trying to say is in my experience, like people who do what we do generally by the nature of it are very open-minded and like yeah, open-hearted yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and liberal, I suppose. that That's not like I'm from County Mead, do you know what I mean? It's not the fucking arsehole nowhere by any stretch of the imagination, but at the same time, it is uh, a little bit more conservative, certainly, mm-hmm. than like the circles that we'd be in now in Dublin city centre. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you ever find yourself like having to censor yourself? Or maybe a better question is like, you obviously from town. Yeah. Um, and I feel like, and I, I I don't really know that many people from town, to be frank with you. Yeah. Uh, I feel like that's kind of part of the, even just from knowing you the little bit that I do, or people that I know from town or like close to town, they're a little bit more open than like yeah. we are growing up in like, you know, the country or definitely. like the suburbs or whatever it is. Yeah. Th- is that a fair assumption? Yeah, no, it definitely is. They're very open-minded. <clears throat> but um, I suppose like a common trait across both groups of people would be slagging. Like I, we just love to laugh and to slag. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, I love that. Like if you yeah. can't laugh, do you know what I mean? What are you doing here? You're right. 
Get what? your co Helen. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd Helen come from? I don't know. It's just lingo. Like, I know, like, something that'd be quite close to it, like, in, like, America, like, years ago, like, the gay men used to call everyone Mary. Like, hey, Mary. Yeah. Like, I, it's just lingo. Like, you just call people Helen and, like, Paula and stuff in town. Yeah. Do you use it for, like, would you, like, would you use it for men? Yeah. Like, if someone, like, like I could be a Helen. It's more like, do you know, if someone is getting, like, a bit. Smarter, like, like, and you go, oh, okay, hon. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, all right, Helen. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's just, it's a good comedy name. I don't know why. <laughs> it's, I think it's a gas name. Yeah, Helen. It, it. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows why? Right, fuck it. We give another spin. Yeah, let's do it. All right, here we go. Next hit to get you have number forty-three. Do you have it? No, no worries. And uh, number forty-three. If there was one thing you could change about Ireland, what would it be? Oh God. Um. The begrudging. I think we're a nation, a nation, a nation. Brilliant word. Mm-hmm. Uh, a nation of begrudgers. Right. Do you know what I mean? I do. Yeah, and I like. I just think we also just can't let go of the past sometimes, and I think it affects our future as a country sometimes. You know. Yeah. Did you like? And it's that funny thing of like it kind of happens on a microcosmic level, like as in among like you know communities are like there can be that thing of like if someone you see it like among the general public here like if if someone starts getting a bit of success like do you know what i mean people what i find fucking gas is how people love to have a go at saoirse ronan about her accent yeah do you know what i mean I, i'm always like lads you're missing the fucking point she's this absolute worldly of an actor like she's incredible she's fucking brilliant like yeah i love her i love personally. her and she and to, to be honest i don't know i've never met the the woman but like she sounds like she's fucking great crack do you know what yeah. I mean? and if you want to have a go at her over like the fact that like you think her accent fluctuates it's like come on she's got a fucking ton of oscar nominations yeah she's 25 or whatever exactly wasn't it a and she was only like a very she, what, she was, was, a, she? was she 11 or something something like that she was very young I love her accent I think it makes her real I don't know like gas yeah I, I agree like she like she just she's relatable like I know my accent changes do you know if I'm like if oh I'm talking, so does mine like we go from Vogue Williams to Nidge do you know <laughs> what I mean just add wine like yeah d- exactly but yeah so I'm like, I, I, like you're fucking missing the point it's how she talks do you know what I mean yeah like, gives a bollocks. but it's, it's not like she's putting on a full on like American accent which a lot of them do do you know what I mean yeah. you're like oh that gets quite awkward but also like especially if you're a singer or in any way musically inclined your accent changes yeah it does completely and even your is it your inton- your intonation and yeah like, like yeah, your rhythm you like it. when I'm around Julie Maguire like my rhythm completely changes right like completely yeah but yeah I don't know how did we get here but yeah I love her accent yeah it's amazing do you ever find that thing of like um, <laughs> do you have like because again being from town I feel like is a very like specific thing and it, it feels like a part of like your identity from someone who again I like I know you but I don't know you super well but that's one of the things that I do know about you is that you're from town do you, do, does it get on your nerves or does it even happen to people who like aren't from town like try and appropriate that a little bit oh yeah I always talk about this yeah like I remember years ago I, I was saying I knew Erica since we were about 10 we used to go to a place called the National Performing Arts School right. which I loved yeah. like Eamon and Jill and all of that. But like when me and Erica were starting to kind of, we're in like our preteens, the whole kind of D4 thing was becoming huge. And we were just made so aware of how we spoke. And like we would, fi- like I would find myself, and I know she did as well from talking to her, kind of changing that and like neutralizing your accent a bit and making it more, which when you think of it is really sad at that age. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then nowadays you get people putting accents on and like, I don't know, especially. In this industry as well, like people, everyone is trying to be from the flats and you're like, oh, what, is it cool now? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It was so, like a source of like slagging and all years ago and what, it's, it's cool now, do you know? Mm-hmm. A little bit annoying. <laughs> and why do you think it is? Like, do you think it's because there's a, an illusion or a fact that like there's more roles for people like that? Or was it something to do with love, hate? I don't yeah. know. Do you know what oh, I mean? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But, um. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and like how... Like, w- w- have you ever called someone out on that? Or, like, do you ever have that urge? No, I will get real, like, I don't know, have you used that phrase, rubbing and cutting? 
No, what's when that? When you're like aiming something at someone. Okay, yeah, yeah. Like I will say, if someone says, oh, you're from the flats, and I go, yeah, no, but I'm actually from the flats. Right, yeah, yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Little passive aggressions like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I mean, like, I feel like you're entitled. Yeah. Yeah. But what was the, I feel like we've gotten off track. There was something about begrudging, wasn't it? Like, Oh, yeah, about the thing you could change about Ireland. Yeah, and about the past. And do you know what? It's like, when someone does really well, mm. you get all the little Marys and the Helens going, yeah, but they forget when they were like this years ago or when they did that. And I was like, well, I'm sure they don't forget, mm. but they just want to move on with their life. Get over it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, like, it is that, it is that thing... Like we, all of us could look back at like our shittiest moments. Do you know what I mean? And be yeah. like, if if someone, I mean, like yeah, like, it, but that like that's what's so fascinating. You know, when you see like someone who's who's I don't know, like emails hacked or something like that, right? Yeah. Or like yeah, someone yeah. hacks their phone and like they find like pictures or whatever the thing. Like sure, fucking that was like central to your play, right? Yeah. Uh, like I mean, but like that sort of stuff, and you're like, yeah, but I mean, if you did that to any of us, most of the stuff that comes out, relatively speaking, is fucking tame because like. Yeah people have shit like people have like a darkness in them and i mean if you're gonna if you're gonna it, like it's that it's that fine line i suppose because then in the current climate then like you're like yeah there's that and then there's like people who've been like you know fucking monsters and abusive and i mean if that past like gets dredged up well yeah to be honest mate then you've got to answer for it but it, it's that like yeah i don't know there's just there's like there's a it's, it's a fascinating time at the moment which i think maybe going back to talking about um your play was like really interesting because I mean I I seen it from a couple of the reviews as well that like people did, were really aware of that like that it was it does just have its finger on the pulse of like because I think it's hard to write about social media personally like oh yeah that's not something that I that's not my voice you know what I mean like you write about that really well I wouldn't do a good job yeah. of that like what do you um like I guess maybe how much of a how much do you think like that influences like your day-to-day life in the way like do you, and do you find that like being prominent on social media like that that is an avenue for people to also begrudge um i suppose yeah in a way like you're putting yourself out there more aren't you like yeah but um yeah I, i'm not too aware of me being prominent on social media it's just it's social media is just a big thing in town as you said you know what i mean right like twitter wouldn't be very big in town that's just right like but instagram and facebook it's just a way of do you know what I mean? I, I think I use it sometimes as like just to express myself or to vent. Like it's a lot cheaper than a bleeding therapist. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know. It, I, I, I just feel like it's ingrained in our routine now and mm-hmm. our not DNA. That's very extreme. But I just feel it's ingrained in our day to day life now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, f- like for all of the bad that it comes with, there is some good in it. Like, mm-hmm. like how many bleeding dogs have they found on social media from people sharing it? Like, totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, do you maybe do you feel like as, all right, as someone who's like you know come out of the gate of school like a year? Is it? Do you know? Yeah, what I mean? a year on Sunday. A year Sunday. Yeah, 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 yeah. Congrats! Like, and it's been a fucking <laughs> deadly year for you. Like, from you know an outsider perspective, in the sense like you've had. Like uh, two plays and playing scene heard the Stuart Parker stuff like it's really fucking great yeah. like fair balls to you. Oh, thanks so much. Busy, it's been brilliant. Do you feel begrudged for that? Um. No, no. Do you know what? Like, and I have to say, like you, you, you're, you get so like you're prepared so much in drama school because I, I was in Bolali as well a few a while before the AD. Like you're prepared for how unkind and how hard the industry is, but I have to say, like I've been and I like I have to say it, like I've been greeted with nothing but kindness and support in the industry. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I find the industry much easier and a much easier place. Like obviously, it's not the easiest place, but I find the industry a much easier place to be in mm. than I ever found drama school, it, like to be in. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. Yeah. And what is it about that? Do you feel like it's accepted you more than... Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's really interesting because, like, it's that... Yeah, like, that. that's fascinating. What what, what is it about, like, what what is it... Because I, I think, again, I'm speaking generally here, but, like, I think a lot of people would feel the opposite to that. Yeah, I think a lot yeah, of people yeah. f- love drama school and that's why then when they get in the industry, they stop doing it because they're like, yeah. this place doesn't want me. yeah. Why? Why do you think you haven't had that experience? Um, I don't know. Me, I just I I like to think I'm very honest and real and like kind to people. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And like no bullshit. Like yeah. But I don't know. I can't speak for people. Do you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean it's great. It's yeah. just it, it it is interesting. Like how, 
Um, it's really fascinating as well. Like, what is it in your personality that you think makes you do this? Because I do think, and I'm not saying it's one personality type, but I do think there are specific personality types that are really suited to, you know, I guess just the unpredictability of, like, being a crazy yeah. person and, like, the highs and the lows and the the lows and the whatever it is. What is it about your personality, like, that, um, I don't know, just suits what you're doing now? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Um, oh, God. Um, I suppose we all have a bit of attention, don't we? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I just, I just, just the expression and the, like, just, I've always been one for the dramatics, just the sheer drama and ceremonials of it all. I, I love it, like. Yeah. Do you know? What, like, were you the kind of kid who, like, even, like, who, say, your, like, family would have known all along, they would have been like, all right, yeah, he's gonna, he's, he, this is what he's gonna do. Like, he's, he's, he's gonna actor. be gay. He's, <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna be gay, yeah. He's gonna be gay. A professional gay. That's his career, a professional gay. Yeah. I am alive, so they would be a little bit of a professional gay. Um, Ah, uh, yeah, they always kind of knew. Do you know what I mean? I was always kind of li- like, and I mean, who could blame me? Like, all, like all, I was reared on Barbara Streisand and all I mean, and you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, I think they always knew I was going to be gay and be a performer. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's kind of amazing. Yeah. Are, are, you, are you close to your nanny? Are you best? Uh, yeah, like I was close to all of my nannies because when I was growing up, like I would have had a great nanny as well. Yeah. And yeah, I would have been close to all of them. That's amazing. Particularly my dad's. Ma, like she was like she, uh, her name was Spider. Uh, Where did she that come was from? She doesn't know. Like, like she would say to me, like, "Oh, it's because I was a great fighter." And then like, she had a sister called Evo, Evelyn, and Ev- uh, Evo would say, "Don't mind towards because she was welcome at nits." <laughs> but um, so yeah, nobody knows. She was just an amazing, like, remarkable woman. Wow. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Mad as a brush. Right. Like she loved her Guinness, and she'd like stand in the hall with a can of Guinness and like. <coughs> coffin so you wouldn't hear her open it but then she'd always put it in a cup and she'd tell people it was a cappuccini like because she couldn't pronounce cappuccino but yeah she uh, yeah so yeah I was really close to all my nannies yeah, yeah. My, I've been very lucky in the sense that I'm close to like like most of my family do you yeah. know what I mean yeah well yeah what was like um because again that's something again uh, I just uh, from like that outsider perspective like of the there does seem to be that like uh, like just a real closeness like among people who grow up in, in town or in yeah, the flats. What, very much so. Yeah. Like, what was your experience of it? Um, Like, I would say, obviously, because I'm not... So the flats I grew up in are being renovated at the moment. Okay. St. Mary's Mansions. That's why the trilogy is obviously called the Mary's Mansions trilogy. But, um, yeah, it was it was great. Like, I, like I knew... Obviously, not the flats I'm in now. Like, I love the flats I'm in now, but that's temporary. But I knew everyone's first name and last name. Like, I'd been in everyone's flat by the time I'd left over the years and it it was just really open and non-judgment and like supportive there was always amazing support and like like even like with me like being gay like I've experienced like I have to say like I've experienced very little homophobia in my life compared to a lot of people Mm. and any homophobia I would have experienced would have been in school or going to to and from places in my Illuminous gear, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, very, 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 very little of it occurred in the flats. Like, I always felt so... I don't know, I just felt like the kids clicked very early on, right, he's different, let's mind him, or something like that, do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I don't really have any tales of woe or anything like that. No, I, Yeah, and I'm very proud of where, like, of the flats, do you know what I mean? Of yeah. Sean McDermott Street. Yeah, what would it feel like to... Like, cause that community, like, to be honest, like, be a little bit jealous or something like that. I think I'd love like, a com- yeah, that I like that sense of community. I love that feeling. Like, I think, yeah, just uh, yeah, that mm. feeling of support. Like, that's a beautiful feeling. How would it feel for you, like, when the time comes, if it ever comes, where you're just like, oh fuck, I actually want to like move out and I want to live in fucking Black Rock. Well, I want to live in Balls Bridge when I grow up, and I'll tell you why. It's just fucking gorgeous in the autumn. Have you ever? Seen that? Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever? Like, I love it. Yeah. Leaves everywhere, like Zara winter wear the whole shebang. Yeah. So if I do move, it'll probably be to Balls Bridge. Yeah, amazing. Do you think you'd miss that though? Do you think you'd make? Because ah, yeah. if you move to Balls Bridge, like no way you'd be popping into your neighbours. You, you wouldn't have been in all their gaffs. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, maybe you would, but like probably not. No, and like the walk from Balls Bridge to the flats, I d- I definitely get chub rub. Like you've seen <laughs> how tight the jeans are that I wear. Um, 
Yeah, I would miss it. Like, but obviously, I will have to eventually. Do you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, it's pretty. It's kind yeah. of, it's kind of amazing. It's just like that sense of community. Just it's fucking great. Ah, they're something else. Like yeah. they really are something else. The way they come together in times of need. Yeah. And for all of the flack and stuff that gets put in the paper, like they really are something else. Do yeah. You know. Yeah. Totally, one hundred percent. Right, we give this another spin. Yeah. Cool. All right, here we go. Uh, number five. Do you have it? No. No worries. Uh, as a child, this is kind of what you're talking about, but I'm curious. What did you want to be when you grew up? Oh, I wanted to be a... I wanted to be a vet at some stage. I remember being obsessed. Do you remember Animal Hospital? Yeah. With Rolf Harris? Yeah. Yeah, I wanted to be a vet, but... Then I wanted to be a fashion designer at some stage. Then I wanted to be a red coat and buttons and Mosley. Do you remember them? Yeah, vaguely. Well, yeah. No, no, no. So no. you're a little bit posh. You probably went over in Mosley, were you know? Mosley's in me, didn't it? I don't know where it is. I, I think it is because I'm from me. Like, I'm, yeah. Yeah. Do you think I'm a little bit posh? That's gas. Welcome. Everyone is posh to me, let's yeah, be well, honest. Maybe like. so. <laughs> I love, yeah. My, 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 yeah. It's, fa- it's fascinating saying that because we were chatting in a. We were chatting in the in the Coppers cast about it, and it's it is like it is gas, like because where I'm from, like it's not it's real weird. Where I'm from, no one's we don't really from. <laughs> See there you go. Where I'm from, like <laughs> no one's really like <laughs> group in the streets of Dunboyne, but it's like it's in it's in a uh, it's in Mead. So we we never really had that thing of like yeah, being, yeah, yeah. being posh or what's the what's the opposite of posh? Is it poor? I don't know what it is. No, Common, common, yeah, common. common, yeah, whatever, like whatever it yeah. is, like yeah, rich, poor, common, posh. We never really had that so much. We had like Meath and Dublin, so we kind of had like that thing. Like in my school, it was the people because it's it's one of them schools. It's right in the um, a lot of people from Blanche will go to our school, even though it's in Meath. It's kind of cl- as close nearly to yeah. a lot of Blanche schools. So, uh, oh, was Blanche close to Meath? Yeah, real close. Stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, where I live, it's one of the places where you get like Dublin bus as well, so it's right on ah, the border. So I yeah, kind of sound yeah, like yeah. I have a Dublin accent. So like at Beresford Place, the bus Aaron buses is that them? No, it it's actually a legit Dublin bus. It's oh. the seventy, so it's like the thirty nine A would go like real close to my gaff. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But, uh, so I haven't a clue about our, like I I I I don't know. I don't know a lot about Ireland, but I leave Dublin. It's on a plane. Do you know what I mean? I hate the bus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. No, it's gas. I mean, and that's the amazing thing. Even when you were saying that about like if you were to move to Bosbridge, like logistically like how fucking close you'd be to where you grew up yeah but it's a different world altogether do you know what I yeah. Mean? Like, yeah but do you feel like that do you feel like if you walk from like your gaff to like Grafton Street which I don't know like that's probably a 15 minute walk or not something? even with the Rosie Hacker Bridge now do you know what I mean right so like but that does that feel like a different world you're like this is like a different fucking county nearly not so much in Grafton Street right. I still feel I, I don't know do you know where it does and it's literally two seconds from my house yeah Um, if you go down to Sheriff Street wouldn't you go under that bridge Different world altogether. Yeah. Different world. It's fascinating, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Like, like how it's literally that close. Yeah. That's the amazing thing about Dublin. What about leaving Dublin? Do you ever think about emigrating? Uh, no. No. no if, like, if it had to do because of work, maybe. But No, but I've, I've always said if I wasn't into what I'm into, like I probably would. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, like uh, if some of my friends did it like and come back and stuff like that. Yeah. And I know Erica's sister is in Australia at the moment. But if I wasn't chasing a career that required me to be here then I'd be fucking gone mm-hmm. do you know what I mean would you yeah yeah, yeah. not so much Australia and Canada and that, I don't know still oh, now I don't know it's just a little bit tacky now to go there or something isn't it right yeah yeah but like I'd probably just go to New York or somewhere yeah drape myself in a faux, cor- faux fur coat and just feel me out I, I, I'd say they'd love a bit of girl pellin in New York to be they'd honest. love a bit of girl pellin and so oh. you'd need a glossary everywhere you fucking went but oh, they'd love it telling you it's ma- but like it is that fascinating thing like do you you have that like I don't want to because we were talking about Marina Carr she's just in my brain but like she has this amazing way of writing l- language for people from the Midlands do you know yeah. what I mean and you have this amazing way of writing language for people from the flats right? yeah like do you have does that feel very much like now this is how I write and this is what I'm interested in or like do you want to write plays like or film or TV or whatever it is for like American voices or English voices yeah. or voices from Cork or voices from D4 well I always get asked this question like and even like me nanny me ma's mom me nanny Kane but I was going right now we get it you need to write about something else now <laughs> like but my thing is like I, sorry it's going to sound really cliche but I just feel like in order to know where I'm going and to write about where I'm going and where I want to be I have to write about where I'm from and what I know and 
Do you know what I mean? Totally. Well, I mean, you can do that with authenticity that I couldn't do. Yeah. Do you know but what I mean? But I couldn't write about the mean streets of Dunboyne like you could, Tom. Do you know what I, I mean? Not. <laughs> you could not imagine <laughs> what I went through. <laughs> oh, I love to laugh. It's good to have a giggle. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of amazing. Because like, even... Uh, like you look at people like even like someone like Marina Kelly, she could write plays for like any theatre company Marina in the world. Marina can write anything. Do you know she what I mean? She is my queen. Like, like she really could but like that very much like obviously similar to what you're saying like that obviously feels just authentic to her and that's yeah. important. What about other mediums in terms of like obviously I only know you as an actor and as a playwright. Do you have thoughts about like writing for film and TV is that something you'd be interested in or are you very much a theatre creature? It's something I'm talking about a lot at the moment like with people who do that but uh, I'd be very interested in it especially because I love a challenge right and like people are always saying well you know you have to strip it right back for film and there are things that you say that you can do with a look and like I love embellishments let's call it a spade a spade do you know what I mean yeah if my plays were addressed they'd be like a bleeding New Yorker chore or something like that I could do a lot of editing but um yeah I'd love to do that just to see how like how simplistic and how effective I could get yeah do you know what I mean yeah 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 yeah, I love a good challenge now, I have to say. Yeah. I'm the type, once I get, I feel like I'm getting good at something, I'm like, right, I don't want to do that anymore. Totally, yeah. Do you know? And I mean, especially, like, am I right in saying that being from the flats, you must see where you're from misrepresented an awful lot on TV. Yeah. Like, you must. Yeah. It must be kind of infuriating. Yeah, like, um, yeah, it, it's very annoying, I have to say. Especially words like, birthday and do you know what I mean you're yeah. like oh chicken like it's off do you know yeah, what I mean and, yeah. I, and it's frustrating and I used to like be frustrated years ago when I wasn't like doing this but especially now that you're in the industry and you know that they would have seen several people who could do it authentically yeah you're like oh okay yeah do you know what I mean yeah I do yeah yeah that's like that. they've let go probably five people who could really bring some authenticity to that, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But then again, if you can do it, you can do it. Do you know what I mean? No matter where you're from, if you can do it authentically, you can do it authentically. Yeah. Do you yeah. know? Yeah, it's that weird thing. Like, it's, um, yeah, because it's, it's, it's fascinating, like, at the, like, uh, who is it? I mean, like, it's really interesting, like, how far you push that out because obviously, like, now, you know, oh, I can't, was it Scarlett Johansson the other day was announced that she was playing a trans person and they were kind of like, for fuck's sake, like, would you not just have a trans person mm. play the part like there's, there's yeah. that thing it's 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 a, a edged sword isn't it like I, I like one side of me thinks if you have given like that role enough care and done like a certain level of research and treat not reverence but treat with enough respect then absolutely like do you know what I mean absolutely you should be able to do that but then again there is a part of me as a gay actor that's going when are they going to fucking cast a queer as a queer in this country right do you know what I mean mm-hmm. But it's it's a double-edged sword because I agree with both sides. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And we had this, we did a post-show discussion after the matinee and well, that's what I heard. And we had like three really diverse, amazing like female artists. Like we had Fanula Gigax, Veronica Dias and Kay Stanley Brennan. And we were talking about when Fanula did Hostel 16 and Fanula would have had like 10 plus Caucasian male actors and talking about direct provision. Mm-hmm. But which ended up being like a fabulous play and really heartfelt and authentic and it's because she put the work and the thought and the respect into it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know if anyone owns the story. Right. You know, but yeah. I can see why. Just because as far as we've come in terms of gay people's rights, we are not nearly where we should be in terms of trans people's rights. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like even me as part of the LGBTQ community, I wouldn't know as much as I should about the trans community do you know yeah, what I mean there's a lot yeah, of education yeah. needed and I can get why they're very protective mm-hmm. over that do you know what I mean yep and like people keep saying oh no they're being precious I don't think they're I think they're just being protective yeah because they f- need to protect each other because I just don't feel like we are where we should be yeah in this day and age do you know totally when you when it comes to you casting your plays about people from town how do you approach that like like does the thought cross your head of like oh yeah, like she'd be great, but like she, you know, she grew up in fucking Raffarnham, and that's not really what I'm going for. Yeah, like, but she, like, she, you know, as you said, like she can do the accent, or you know, yeah. he can. But I mean, like, just because you said Raffarnham, like Kate Brennan's from Raffarnham, and no one can do, uh, 
in her city girl like H, you know what I mean? If right. you can do it, you can do it. There's a certain energy to it. But like obviously Kira and Courtney are very, very authentic like inner city actors, even though Eric is from Belly Firma, but Kira's from Swords. And if you know Kira in real life, Kira is very Kira has a very elegant, lovely, like fluid energy to her, do you know what I mean? And like speaks really nice and has a beautiful voice. Like but she can, you, you saw for yourself, she was ferocious. Like she spat that script out of her mouth with a vengeance. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So yes, I think it should be authentic, but if you can do it, you can do it. And that's, you know. Was that your first time directing? Yeah, and I was terrified, Tom. I literally sat in every performance holding my breath. Not because I didn't trust the girls, just because I was just petrified about the whole experience. Yeah. And as I was saying to you before we started, like after every performance, I would just dive backstage and hide with the girls. I was terrified to even go out into the foyer. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And like going forward, uh, it's funny. John Morton was just in before you, and like John's a brilliant actor and a brilliant writer. And I was chatting to him about um, that thing of like when you're an actor writer, you know that thing of like does the writing for yourself stifle your writing because you're always doing it with you in mind? Like, did you find it a little bit freeing that you didn't have to write for like TKB's voice? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you're writing TKB's voice for these three girls from the flats. Yeah. And I, I, I found it very easy because to be honest, in ter- terms of energy, I, I feel like, and in terms of like pettiness and like, <laughs> I feel like a teenage girl. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like I like because obviously when I grew, I was I grew up with all girls. Do you know what I mean? I feel like in that frame of mind sometimes, like a little bitchy teenage girl. I, just, I don't know. I found it very easy to write for them. Yeah. Do you know what? Yeah. I didn't know this. You grew up with a lot of women around you. Yeah, like all of my, like I had ninety percent of my friends were girls. Like right, because I would have been like a disco dancer and stuff growing up. Okay, so all of my core group of girl friends were girls, and then obviously one other boy. Right, and so what? Like what? What's your like? What? This is gonna sound like a weird question. I don't mean <laughs> it to, but I was thinking about it recently. Like I was th- thinking about. I'm sorry, I'll put context in it. I, I was thinking recently about like my relationship with like my male friends versus my female friends, yeah. right? And I don't mean like romantically or sexually. I mean like actual like my like my my female friends who are proper like mates, like sisters. You know what I mean? Yeah. That it wouldn't be that element there at all, right? And um, then I was thinking with that versus like men, and I find it much easier. I'm sure you're real familiar with this. I think it's like a common thing, but I find it much easier to like like have the chats with like my female friends than I do with my male friends yeah. just like, kind of like you were talking about like we'll we'll talk about like Arsenal and fucking whatever the, the word you asserted but it was perfect sex S- sex was <laughs> the S word but uh but yeah exactly like fucking like riding or whatever like we'll talk about that but we, we yeah. might not actually talk about like what we're actually fucking feeling did you say riding so people wouldn't think you were uncomfortable saying sex yeah I, I it was an overcompensation <laughs> I, I, what I, my, my instinct was to say intercourse and I, 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 making love is what, what I wanted to say um, but I uh, I no what I thought you said was Arson, Ar- Arsenal was in my head Arsenal sorry, sorry I don't know why that came in because no one I know supports Arsenal that just came into my head yeah and you see I'm a Spurs fan who are like the arch what enemies Spurs? Spurs are like the uh, Spurs are like the arch enemy of Arsenal so like you oh like they're a football team yeah yeah they, oh, they okay. couldn't you couldn't have picked the worst team to name drop so I go fuck yourself. So and, uh, I, did me, I did me research. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, trying to rile me up in here, but um, but yeah, like, what what's your relationship to like your male friends having grown up with a load of women? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Do you feel more comfortable around women than you would around lads? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, like I, yeah, absolutely. I my male friends from home, I wouldn't talk to about issues or anything like that do you know what I mean yeah and I have yeah I, I, I just I've always felt more comfortable with women I just everything about them the only thing is I'm not attracted to women yeah. sexually but in every sense of the word women are, are, are what I know and what I love do you know what I mean yeah and even in terms of writing I don't know if I can write for men who aren't me just yet like I uh, at the moment I can and all I want to do is write for women yeah, that's fascinating. Do you know? Yeah, that's r- I never thought and of that. That's even really in terms of performances, I just feel a lot more... Obviously, like there are some fabulous male actors, especially in this country, that I absolutely love, like Marty Ray, his auntie Stephen Ray, Ian Lord Anderson, do you know what I mean? But I just feel a lot more connected and moved by female performances for some reason. Yeah. You know? That's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I never thought about it like that. What about then, um, like... Uh, obviously you're like a singer and a dancer as well. What about the bit of like? Oh, she's not a dancer anymore. Oh yeah. Oh no, I yeah no like obviously it never leaves you, but oh god. Yeah, I I no I, I mean I just I just see your Instagram. You'd be doing the splits and I'm like, well, <laughs> he's a fucking dancer. That's not dancing. That's drinking. 
<laughs> I mean, what's the difference? That's fair. That's very fair. Uh, yeah, but um, but what? Yeah, what's your like relationship to like musical theatre now? Like, is that something you'd ever want to? Like, would you ever? Would you? Is that something you'd like to write or do or make? Oh yes, ma'am, Pam. Like, yeah. Like, obviously, like I have like dream roles. Like, I want to be the first professional male F E Y in Dreamgirls. I want to be the MC in Cabaret. But yeah, I, I don't know if I'd be able to, maybe I could write the lyrics. I definitely wouldn't be able to write music. Right, yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'd be lucky if I have to jam me fucking finger in my ear to get that certain note. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, well, it'd, be, it'd be definitely something I'd be interested in doing. Yeah. And you know what? It's, it's mad. Like, we, we don't do an awful lot of it. But when I feel when Ireland does do musical theatre, it's very often high quality because I think we cast actors who can sing mm-hmm. as opposed to pretty voices who are reciting lines. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Which, and Broadway, I think, gets it right a lot of the times as well, but I think the West End, sometimes it's pretty voices who recite lines sometimes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you're saying, yeah. Except for my friend Lucy. She played Fantine last year at the West End and she is everything. She's a triple threat. Yeah, she's she's an amazing voice. Oh, stop the light. She's something else, isn't she? Yeah, incredible. But yeah, like, it's, like even with Assassins, like every actor on that stage could act as well as sing do you know what I mean yeah so definitely it's, it's definitely something I'd like to do more of and it's definitely something I'd like this country to do more of because I think we always turn out a high quality of musical theatre yeah I think so too I yeah mean, it, it, yeah it's mad like I was talking about with someone recently uh, and we were talking about how like it's mad in this country like we will go out and support like um, something touring from the Borgosh <laughs> that's, that's a load of like London people and already I mean? has like Bill can write money behind it do you exactly. know what I mean like and, then, and then you see something like Assassin's closing a week early and you're like for God's sake lads. yeah like, do you yeah. know what I mean and it's frust- it's frustrating because yeah. then then where's the incentive for the gate to put on another musical they don't have absolutely one. and you know what and the last time there was a Sondheim piece on in the gate was when Selena did Sweeney Todd and that was did you see it no oh it was out of this world everyone like, says that it was the best oh, thing they've seen and like the late great Anita Reeves was Mrs. Lover and I swear to God it was, she was world class yeah, I just feel so blessed and lucky to have seen that. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah. I think there's some there's a great connection there with Selena and Sondheim. Yeah, I think they're a great match. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I, I hope she keeps doing it because, like, I hope she casts me as Mama Rose and Gypsy. Oh, I hope that too. When I'm forty yeah. next year, <laughs> I'm telling you. Right. What's your dream musical theatre role? My dream musical theatre role. I got to do. I got to. Oh, I'd love to be the guy in once. Oh yeah I'd really like to do that I'd really fucking like to do that You'd be a lovely Jamie In the last five years I, as well. Yeah I, That's well I, That's something that That's something that I might have some news for you Yeah I'd love to make that happen I'd love to see like you as Jamie And like Kate Gilmore's Cathy Yeah well Do you know what That's a funny you say that Because uh, we'd love to see that too So um, It'd be fucking great Yeah, yeah we, We've actually talked it? about that We've oh, talked about that Imagine her Oh I know Celtic lilt And we're coming into right ages for it now Exactly yes, We're coming into the right ages for that So uh, Yeah So no that'd be amazing That's one of my favourite shows ever like, Oh it's beautiful there's, Yeah I, I'm, beautiful. I'm, I'm, I, I'm a little like Closet musical head Do you know what I mean Like I really am Tom like, Everyone No No I'm in the closet Not closet. No but it's what funny a loser. I, I resent a lot of musical theatre as well though I don't Yeah I, same I don't love it Do you know what I mean So you're right I'm not classic Because I work in music theatre all the time But what I'm saying is like Some of it And like when I see it done badly It gives me a real bee in the bonnet Because I'm like That's the shit that gives it a bad name Exactly Exactly Do you know what I mean Yeah And, yeah. and you're just like You know And when it's good It can be like I think when you combine music And words and movement Like Inevitably that's just going to lift it To a higher place Because there's just so much Fucking art going into like This one amazing fucking peace and like that can be just like incredible when it's done right yeah. it's just it's hard to do it right and in, in this country we're, we're not good at it's not even that we're not good at doing it right but like for example like there was there's been so many times when like we thought we were going to have like the great Irish musical do you know what I mean and it's never happened and there's no real good reason why it hasn't other than like it's really fucking hard to do a musical and like they have the expertise to do it in London and uh, New York and I don't think we've ever like Nailed that here yet? Like, there's been real, like, there's been amazing things, like, you know, once, but that's a London thing, and like, yeah. Angela's Ashes, and like, hopefully, that will kick off now. And, yeah. like, 
you know, the Bloody Irish, which was something that, like, I was involved in, and that fucking tanked, do you know what I mean? It didn't yeah. even get to go, like, the, the Michael Collins, the <coughs> musical, like, there's loads of... Oh, didn't they do that in the Tivoli or something? Yeah, in Michael Collins' musical is, like, a, a thing, and the, the writers, the late Brian Flynn, who, by all accounts, I never met him, but was apparently an incredible man, died, and the rights were never sorted out, so that's kind of just been oh, in, okay. locked in this, like, weird limbo place, but hopefully that is being it's sorted like out. It's like Dreamgirls, do you know, the reason they only had, because the, obviously they open in the West End a year or so ago but the reason they never had a full remount was because that mad bitch Diana Ross kept suing the life out of them every time she heard of a like production in process really? because she kept saying it was based on her life and it was based on the Supremes and they had no right like causing murder up in these streets like yeah, yeah. but um, yeah I want to play Effie White before I die there you go. Well, look, that's out. That's on the record now. So <laughs> it has to happen. Right, let's give it a spin. All right, here we go. Next out the gate, we have number 12. Do you have it? No. No worries. Sorry, my voice keeps dropping like oh, an octave. Fun. Have you noticed that? Yeah, it's kind of good, though. It's kind of... <laughs> it's it's, it's kind of... You've got that. You've got that deep, dulcet tones going on. I like it. Um, all right, number 12. Oh, this is a fucking perfect question for you. After what we were just talking about, do you ever wish you were born as the opposite gender? Um... Sometimes, just because for just because, I just sometimes wanted to walk around in a gold turban singing with one look. That's what I was gonna say. Like, <laughs> but, but you're fucking right because, like, you know, I, like as someone who is straight and like I really like you really express yourself through your clothes and it's amazing. I fucking don't. I don't like. Yeah. I just visually, I'm not like that. Do, my uh, that's not where I am creative. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. In terms of like my clothes and stuff and like I feel like there's just so much more opportunity I could be wrong before like women to to absolutely to do that yeah is that right yeah and there's a better fucking repertoire of songs to sing from <laughs> I know sometimes yeah I think it'd be fun I think you know, it'd do the world a lot of bleeding good if we all swapped sex for a day mm. do you know what I mean yeah I think every man should experience childbirth and a period before they get up on their fucking high horse. I think that is one of the worst things about being a man. Because <laughs> there's not many of them. Like, it's a very, like, obviously it's a fucking privileged position to be in. Like, and I don't want to have to give that caveat because, like, 100%. But I do think that is one of the shitty things is you'll never be able to give birth to a, a child. I think that'd be fucking amazing. Because I can yeah, only imagine would, that women have a greater capacity for, like, love because they've gone through all that fucking pain and struggle and hardship to create this thing. Like, they inevitably have to just feel a stronger bond. Yeah. Really. Yeah, and it's it's that, like thing they talk about like I remember my, my friend Danielle has two beautiful little girls and just I remember her trying to explain because she when she had her first Milan trying to explain that feeling of when they first put them on your chest mm. it's mind-blowing like it actually takes my breath away hearing it do you know what I mean yeah you can't like I don't I think it's one of them t like probably few things in life where you actually can't really imagine it no you know what I mean like it's one of them things I used to like like think that I was like oh, I don't know if I want to have kids and I suppose like a little bit of it comes from like what we do and it kind of I'm kind of getting to terms with that and I, I know it doesn't have to be but like what we do sometimes can be a little bit selfish do you know what I mean like if you need yeah. to fucking write a play like maybe you need to go off and be like a little bit of a loner and maybe not see your mates maybe not yeah. see your family as much as you should like and when if you have a kid like it, it gets fucking harder and harder to do that so there's that selfish mm. part of you that, that kind of is like well I don't know can I do these two things yeah. together but then like you know then you hear like well, having a kid is, is like the greatest thing. And you hear that again and again and again to the point where I don't think that's a cliche. Yeah. I think that's just true. It is true, I'd say. And like, but I just, what annoys me is there's so many, like societally, societally, is that a word? Yeah, where you go? So, I societal. think there's so many like norms. Societal that, norms, societal yeah. Societal norms that people have pushed on parenting and children. And yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like a woman is very lucky if, the man minds her child while she has a career. Mm. Why is she lucky? It's it's half his. Totally. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Stuff. Sorry, don't even get me started on that because stuff like that annoys me. There's a phrase in. No, obviously I'm very lucky. My parents are still together. Like two years later, not married now because my mom doesn't believe in it, but still together. Yeah. But there's a phrase in town, and it's like a man can put his coat on in the morning. Your mother's your mother your whole life. <laughs> but it's very true. Yeah, do you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. No, it's fascinating because. Like it, 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 it is. It, that is one of them places where I think it's like less and less and less. But there's that's definitely one of them places where there's like not even a subtle sexism about it. Yeah. But, but like that there is that thing, and I'm sure like we all have that bit. 
pr- that's really interesting. You were saying your mom doesn't believe in in marriage. She's not into it. Like yeah. my mom's real now fuss. Like she's just not into all of that. Yeah, gas. And, and obviously we we like say where we're like realistically like you're not getting any younger. You need to just do it if not for legal reasons. But I'd say they will eventually. Yeah. She's just very no fuss. Yeah. Me imagine. You know what I mean? Now she will make a fuss of absolutely everyone. Yeah. But n- no fuss. I'd say like the thought of like the whole day being about horror terrifies her. Right. Do yeah, you know I, I get you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's yeah. very no no fuss. Is it something do you believe in? Like do you see yourself getting oh, married? Yes. Yeah. Like and I'm I'm quite religious as well, so I'd I'd want to get married in a short as well. Right. Just the whole day, like do you know what I mean? Yeah. I just have visions of my friend Lucy singing with one look as I just walk up the altar in like the aisle, sorry, in like a Tom Ford Sue Holden what's that thing in the crown jewels? I don't know, I don't Do you know that thing? It's like the Vivian Westwood symbol, but you hold it in your hand. I don't know any it's of the words you just said there. <laughs> Sorry. But it's this like gold diamond, di- not diamond, they're actual diamonds. It's this big ball that the Queen has. Right. And I just always picture myself holding that instead of a bouquet. Yes. I, yeah. That's it. I want to see them pictures. Like. And then me mat and out on either side of me. Yeah. I'm not holding my hand in any way because it would distract from me. Do you know what I mean? Just walking beside me. Yeah, yeah. Framing you nicely. So, yeah, I want to get married. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> I, I'm really interested in the fact you said that you're quite religious. Yeah. Yeah, like that's not something that I hear a lot from people our age. No. Tell me about it. What, where are you at? So, like, I would have been very, like, the, like my house growing up, like, my mom like wouldn't really encourage like big political or religious discussions because my mom's very like one she feels like it always causes trouble and like second you, you shouldn't have to justify what you believe in to someone totally do you know what I mean if yeah. it's not affecting someone else's life then who are they to put you on the stand yeah do you know but it's it's quite like so my brother my sister and my dad wouldn't believe they wouldn't be religious but me and my ma would but um, I don't I just find great comfort in it and I find great healing in it do you know what mm, I mean yeah and I, I also use it as a means to support others and like put positive energy and warmth into the lives of, well obviously without them now, but like into the lives of others who are going through things, do you know what I mean? Like yeah. be it lighting a candle for them or saying a prayer for them. Like obviously I don't support the agents of the Catholic Church or what they have done. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. I, I, I truly believe like ISIS and stuff like that they have exploited the masses of uneducated vulnerable people like throughout the years do you know what I mean mm-hmm. but in terms of Catholicism and like God and stuff yeah I, I do believe and, and what does that look like on a practical day to day basis are you praying once a day like in my head now and again but I try obviously I'm up to me tits lately but I try even every Monday to pop into the church when it's open and there's no one there and say a little prayer right. I, I always make Erica wait outside because she go up in flames no, exactly do you know what I mean and she's like that's disgraceful I'm like no you're not coming in with me like sorry wait outside I'll either go to the procedure does she want to come in with you sometimes she'll want to come in for an hour like but like I'll go to the procedure on Marlborough Street right. or Our Lady of Lourdes sorry is it Lourdes or Lourdes God, whatever, yeah, I know they say Lourdes where I live. Yeah, but um, Monday is usually my little day. I'll pop in if it's empty. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, just yeah. say like, I just think there's something about Monday. It's like you're praying for the week ahead and the week that just passed. Yeah, that's nice. So there's yeah. something about that that I really like. Obviously, I pray for selfish reasons as well. Totally. Like the day before the first preacher. Oh God, please let it go right where yeah. I'm walking like this. Oh, please don't let it. Like, but um, yeah, and then I I am a demon for praying to Saint Anthony because I lose everything. Amazing. All the time. Yeah. And then we might be like, no, you have to do, say a prayer of thanks once you find it. And I'm like, no, I haven't got time. Sorry, I found it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, that's it. That's it, isn't it? Yeah, I just, it's just, because no, obviously people feel like there's a lot of force behind religion and force. It's never been forced upon me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's just something I've embraced. Yeah, which, I mean, that's, you know what that's I mean? the best way to do it. Like, yeah. You have to find it authentically for Absolutely. yourself. Absolutely. And then I don't think anyone has a right, as you said, like you shouldn't have to justify that no. to anyone. And I don't talk about it in a sense and I don't force it on anyone. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I don't say, well, according to the gospel because I couldn't co- quote the gospel if you fucking paid me or whatever but I just k- keep to myself it's something that I like do you know what I mean no one is given out to Helen for reading The Secret by Rhonda Bourne so if I want to light a little candle leave me to it yeah dead fucking right I, 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 <laughs> I appreciate that um, right we've got time for a few more so let's give it a, another spin right here we go next one out the gate we've got number 23 do you have it? no no worries number 23 <laughs> this is kind of nice what is your definition of success for yourself um happiness mm-hmm. and just contentment yeah so like 
my thing always was if I am earning 200 euro every week for the rest of my life knowing that I'm getting up every day and I don't mean 200 euro like as in the dole I just mean I just use that as an example I mean if I'm getting up every day for the rest of my life doing what I love and being fulfilled in every area of my life because I don't think success should be put just down to career Mm -hmm. if I'm feeling fully content in my friendships and my personal relationships and my familial relationships and obviously if I'm stimulated and fulfilled in my career as well then yeah I would feel successful and so yeah I would equate success with happiness yeah and contentment can you see because that's interesting what you were saying about I since I graduated from drama school right because you're right about the career thing and how happiness isn't they're not synonymous all the time no. but I think I'm like you in the sense I love working I love acting I oh love, of course I love yeah we do they do make me happy and I find if I'm not doing that I'm probably not as happy do you know yeah Um. also you have to reconcile the fact that it's like I've been in a really privileged position where I've been able to work as an actor really consistently since drama school and yeah. been able been able to make money to pay my rent do you know what I mean yeah. which is fucking great Um. what can you see yourself, do you see yourself always doing this thing you're doing now, as you said, the thing you love, like writing and acting, right? Can you see yourself doing this for the rest of your life and, as you said, making enough to to live off, right? Or, like, can you see yourself being like, fuck this and going in a different direction and doing something where you will have way more than 200 a week, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, Sorry, I don't know why I fixated on that song. It just popped into my head. But the mad thing about that is, like, <laughs> a few years ago that we went grand, but there's no way you can live in Dublin 200 no, a week Jesus now. Christ. Not even close. Like, that's what's so mad about it's the Dublin. that on Prosecco. <laughs> Do you know what I mean, though? Yeah. Like, but, t- like, in all seriousness, like, even if you were getting, like, there's right, that's 800 quid a month, then that's your rent. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Honest to God, like, that's what yeah, you're talking about. Yeah, fair. It's fucking mad. But, yeah, like, uh, how do you how do you feel about, like, um, are you, I suppose, like, are you in this for the long haul? Do you see a day when you're like, ah, oh, fuck, I've had my, like, I've done yeah. my, my, I've written my, like, six plays now and I'm, I'm fucking happy and I, I want time, that's only going to be a year and a half time or something well you know the rate we're going now it is yeah. <laughs> you're right but, but you know what I'm saying yeah. like yeah like if, if it still does what it does for me now like it fuck it, it sets me on fire now I absolutely love it you know what I mean it really it, it, it just absolutely fulfills me and if it continues to do that then I'll continue to chase it you know what I mean yeah I do uh, like absolutely like obviously there's always because right up to the end of six years like, am I doing acting or am I doing fashion and I love fashion just as much as I love theatre and creating and I think it's very much as much an art form mm-hmm. do you know what I mean yeah it is yeah and I find a lot of not a lot but like some actors would like especially male actors like would dismiss it as oh clothes like oh shallow you don't need a do you know what I mean it's no it's it's art fuck off do you know what I mean yeah but um, Did you, de- you designed the costumes for yeah, yeah, they yeah. were great. And Lilo and Mano, uh, they like constructed them, but I designed them. Yeah, great. Yeah, my concept was like Loretta on the green, commissioning Vivian Westwood. <laughs> <laughs> amazing, like amazing. Yeah, yeah like uh, that's just a meeting of two fucking brilliant worlds. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was great. No, and they looked. I mean, the show was really slick, man. It was just like it was just fairly butterproof. You know, Thanks it was. So much. It was fucking great. Um, but yeah, like. I can see, like, fashion is still kind of niggling at me sometimes. But as long as what I'm doing now continues to do for me what it does, yeah, then, yeah, I can see myself. Like, yeah. as my nanny says, you can't kill a bad thing. I, I'm i not going anywhere. Yeah. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Bring the handcuffs and the police if you want me out. <laughs> right, let's give it a, let's give it another couple. Uh, all right, here we go. We've got number 34. Do you have it? No. No worries. Number 34, question is, do you have brothers and sisters? And if so, where do you fit in terms of youngest to oldest? I have one sister and one brother. Right. And I'm the eldest. Okay. So there's me, then Shauna, and then Kane. Right, gas. What's the, how, what, like, what do you think about being the oldest? How does it affect you? How does it affect, like, who you've become? I think emotionally and mentally, I'm not the oldest. Shauna right. is clearly the oldest. Shauna rules the roost, you know what I mean? She's the sensible one and the kind of, but. How old is she? Shauna is 22. So she's like two, three years younger than you? Yeah. Right. Got you. So we're the same age. Yeah, 25? Yeah. Yeah. 93. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it just, uh, she, it just feels like she's the oldest, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I find as they're getting older, where I come in 
is more useful now. Yes. Like passing knowledge and experiences of stuff like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Are you close? I've never met Shauna, but I Shauna is my best friend. Right. She is my absolute world. Like I adore the ground she walks on. And I always say, like, the reason, like, I always joke, like, saying the reason God made me gay is because he knew no other girl would ever get a look in with her. Like, she's, I love her to bits. Wow. <laughs> so, like, how how close are you? Like, how much do you tell her about your life? Oh, uh, we draw the line now. Do you? Yeah. Uh, sex. But, uh, no, no, we... Riding, riding. Riding. Intercourse. Um, no, like, we we share a lot. And, like, she's there for most of it. Like, she more or less hangs around with me now. And then her and Erica are extremely close and then her and Courtney who was another big part of my life would have grown up together as well mm. so she more or less just hangs around me so you see yourself she's always in bleeding bison yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> no big time that, that's amazing though that you are that close and what about Keen? We yeah we'd be close enough we'd yeah. be as close as a 19 year old and his very outlandish gay brother can be yeah. do you know what yeah, I mean yeah. we're working together at the moment and on post but yeah no we get on really well yeah like he loves now a good discussion and if he feels you're getting the better of him he'll start talking louder and stuff and he makes me realise how much I've come on in that sense yeah that I'm able to just go well now you're actually shouting now and I'm the one who's calm and quiet and I'm like oh my god I feel real sensible yeah. but um, yeah no I'd be close to him as well like we're very lucky in that sense do you yeah. know what I mean Big time, big time. Yeah, it's fa- that's really interesting because my family is plotted out the exact same. I've got two younger brothers, but, yeah. uh, but I have like uh, 22 and 19 as well. Oh, deadly. So it's gas. But like, yeah, I, yeah, I find that, yeah, it's really interesting. Like, I, I think I one thing I've been thinking about lately, but again, this is just like family to family, but like I I'm feel like a bit of a, a pressure maybe to like, step up because I moved out about like two or three years ago and I, I, I'm not saying that like I let things slip but like I just stopped seeing the lads as much yeah. do you know what I mean and now I kind of we're at that age like we get closer as we get older yeah, do you know what I mean and now yeah, I'm at yeah. the age where I'm like with Richard like, like the thing that we'd say bond over we're lucky that we have like say football yeah. in like that's that's kind of like our way in and we'll chat about fucking life but like that's our way in do you know what I mean yeah. we'll sit down and watch a match and then we'll have the chats and like with Ben say Ben's a, gonna be a, a film he is a filmmaker yeah. and um, so like obviously with the acting and like the writing and stuff like that's a real natural way in so it's just funny like I kind of feel the need to like kind of step up my game a little bit as like older brother just in the sense of being like I want to probably have a little bit closer to what you have with Shauna because yeah. if I'm being honest with myself right now I wouldn't have that with my yeah. two younger brothers but I think that's really beautiful what you have yeah it can be a bit like obviously when we're fighting or whatever because like, let me tell you when we fight we fight like we don't fight like brother and sister we fight like sister and sister like and it gets grim okay it gets the brothers grim the sisters grim um but yeah sometimes you're like oh my god i want me on space do you know what i mean jesus christ where i need to go out now with a friend who doesn't have any connections to shana yeah. but when we're good does no one like us do you know what i mean totally yeah it's amazing what are the things that will kick off a, a barney I'm always taking our clothes. <laughs> like, not like maxi dresses or anything like that, yeah. but like bits and bobs, like little pieces of jewellery or um, a Louis Vuitton tote bag might slip into my possession sometimes by accident. Yeah, it's amazing. You know? Yeah, and, and like, then in terms of, like, in terms of then when you are chatting away with, uh, with Keen, like, what, what are the things that, like, what like you know what I'm saying with like Rich say it's football for me with Ben it's like we kind of the filmmaking do you have a way in or do you just like have that like brotherly thing where you can just banter about anything I have to say Keen is very <clears throat> interested in what I do right like yeah like he, not for him like he's very much very quiet and sensible but he has a great like he's very inquisitive about it right and interested which is lovely yeah and he's genuinely interested as well do you know what I mean yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Sweet. But, um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, nice one. Right, I think we've got time for one more. Okay. So so let's do it. Let's forget you a number. All right. We have number 21. Do you have it? No. Ah, fuck. Well, hey, we've had good chats. Number 21. Oh, you'll like this one. <laughs> if you were to write an autobiography, what would the title be? Uh, well, Goldie fucking Han robbed my initial title. Okay. So it was supposed to be A Lotus Grows in the Mud. Just because yeah. I'm this gorgeous, glamorous, I, Sarah Morris's sister, glamorous. But um, yeah, I just, because I was taught I was this big, gorgeous flower who grew up in a concrete jungle. <laughs> Fuck's sake. But um, now what would I call it now? The autobiography. I think I put on something on Instagram recently about it. Yeah. I mean, I feel like you could have a few. Mm. You could have the trilogy. 
Well, I don't know my autobiography at the moment. It's all right. But I have my epitaph. Okay, yeah, I'll take that. So it's life's a joke, and boy, that this bitch laugh. That's great. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I'm a wanker. That's fucking great. No, no, no. I love this. I love this prosecco inspiration. Like huh? this prosecco inspiration. Uh, I'm just going to be ha- even when I do that. I'm just going to be hovering around the and I say even with a glass of prosecco in my hand, like living your best life, wearing palazzo pants and them blowing in the breeze. Absolutely. Man, uh, TKB, thanks for taking thanks time Thanks so much this. for having me. Is there, um, I know you've just finished a show, so like my timing is actually pretty shit. I should have got you in before that, but anyway. Um, tell us about any uh, bits and bobs. So I know you have some stuff in the pipeline that might be a bit like under the radar, but any bits that you can like even tease us about for the next few months? Well, we've something coming up in September, but we're embargoed. Ooh. But we've something very fun coming up in September. Very good. And yeah, I'm going to... Anna McCarrick in the next few days to get that written. <laughs> yeah, nice one. But um, yeah, so that's coming up, and then then I have a few bits as an actor as well, separate to that coming up as well, which is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, great. So yeah, like I'm feel lucky, like you have to count your blessings, don't you? Yeah, big time. And any uh, what's the social media just so people can see that fabulous Instagram if they want to. Oh mine. Yeah. Look, bitch, it's TKV. Of course it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, TKV, thanks so much for thanks playing. Thanks so much for having me, Thomas Morin. Nice one. So, guys, that was the brilliant TKB, Thomas Cainburn, playing Personality Bingo with Tom Morin. Thomas, if you're listening, mate, a massive thank you for playing. It was a, a pleasure to sit down and um, talk to you. And needless to say, I shall see you soon at your Fringe play, if not before. As I said, guys, come check out Copperface Jackson Musical at the Olympia Theatre. We are running right from now until August 12th. Uh, it's, it's, it's just great crack. I don't want to go on and on about it because, uh, look... Just come see it. See for yourself. Uh, it, it's absolutely brilliant. And um, I know you won't regret it. Uh, it's a deadly night out. And you get free into coppers with your ticket. I mean, come on. Come on. Um, as always, thank yous. The wonderful boss woman, Erin Lindsay, for mixing, editing, and producing this podcast. Erin, thank you so much for all your brilliant and consistent work. A massive thank you to the deadly Liam Moore and Anthony Manley for the brilliant theme music. Also, a huge thank you to Connor Nolan for our beautiful artwork. And as always, to the team at the Headstuff Podcast Network and Headstuff.org in general. It's Alan and Paddy. The guys are just incredible uh, in the work they do. And they've also got the Headstuff Podcast Festival coming up. Loads of just really exciting things. Go and check out all the brilliant stuff happening at Headstuff HQ. Guys, that's enough for me. Tune back in next week when the incredible Carl Harper plays personality bingo with Tom Warren. Tom Moore.